Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shear, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest is Corey Wamsley, CEO of Aurora Corialis Publishing. Corey, it's great to have you on the show. Well, thank you for having me. It's great to be here. So tell us about your business. So I have a publishing company. It's a little different from a traditional publishing and from self-publishing, which I think most people are more familiar with. Hybrid publishing is kind of the best of both worlds. So you have a lot more control over the publishing process and actually being able to get a book out on time. Like if you have a, a launch of uh, an event or something going on in October, you can definitely have your book done on time for that rather than constantly pitching and waiting and pitching and waiting. And, you know, maybe five years down the road, you have an agent and all of that kind of stuff. So you have that kind of control. And then you also have more control over what the book looks like. So you don't have to just turn over all of your rights to the publishing house and the publishing house says, okay, well, we want this title. We want this cover. We want this interior. And you've, you're kind of lost in the shuffle. So we give you a lot more control over it and you do have the option to, you know, select us. So it's not like you could you, you pitch to us, but then we also say, yes, this is something we would love to publish. Would you like to work with us? So it is a paid process too. Okay, gotcha. So people pay you to work with them and, mm -hmm. and you provide editing services and stuff like that. Yeah, editing, the cover, everything to make book look professional and ready to uh, market. Okay, excellent. So who are you targeting with your marketing? Most of the people I work with are either business owners or nonprofit leaders. So people who are high achievers, they're out there wanting to make a big difference in the world and they have a big message to share. Okay. So that's a pretty broad audience. It could be any kind of business owner, right? That's lots and lots of people. So how do you go about targeting specifically who you want to attract to your business? Uh, a lot of what we do is on social media. So most of most of our audience is on LinkedIn or on Facebook. So that's where I spend a lot of my time. Uh, a lot of what I do is just the way I talk to people in my posts, speaking about the results of the book, things they can get from publishing a book, how wonderful it is to be able to you know, use your own story to connect with your audience and those kind of things. It's around you know what they already have and what they want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And what sorts of challenges do you have to deal with in getting good engagement with your targets? Well, there's a lot out there. Social media is a very busy place. So it's a matter of really calling them out and speaking to what, what they want to get from writing a book. Uh, I have to be able to speak to the people who really have a book on their heart, the people who know that they have a big message to get out. Sometimes I, I'm talking to people who haven't even really thought about a book, but they know that there are other ways to get their message out. And then they start listening to what I have to say. So it's really being able to figure out what they're thinking, understanding that I'm I'm providing a service that, you know, it's not a necessity. So it's something that they really have to say, yeah, I, I have a big message. This looks like a possibility for me. And I know that this is going to be something that will work for my business. So those are the really my challenges is to figure out how to reach those people with those kind of messages. And then a lot of the people I'm talking to, they're busy, so they aren't spending a ton of time on social media. So I have to watch. I can't just be constantly doing long posts 
apps, for example, because sometimes they're just scrolling and they're, you know, catching a, a fun picture that I post. Like I posted one the other day of one of my daughters standing on my other daughter's back. She was pretending to be a stool so she could reach the sink. So it's a matter of, you know, getting their attention in a fun way and showing them, hey, I'm fun to work with. I make the process easy because you're busy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I mean, I'm hearing at least two distinct challenges. One is understanding mm -hmm. the mindset of your audience, right? And mm -hmm. the other is just cutting through the noise to get their attention because mm -hmm. everyone's bombarded with so much stuff online, right? So let's start with yeah. number one. How do you go about learning about who your prospects are and what's on their mind and you know what they're thinking? How do you do that? Yeah. Talking to people, <laughs> a lot of talking to people. One of the tactics I've been using over the past year is when I'm friending new people on Facebook, I just reach out and say, hi, I'm not pitching to them right away because that's gross and <laughs> nobody <laughs> likes that. So I would just reach out and say hi. And sometimes we just start talking like, oh, hey, I saw this going on on your profile, really, really loved that picture. Or, hey, you have a great scarf. You know, Where'd you find that? Just naturally engaging with people and getting to know them and building a relationship. I think that's one of the most important things to do is get to know people. And then sometimes they just offer it up. Hey, you know, it's neat that you're in my world now because I've been thinking about writing a book. Oh, you know, why, why are you just thinking about it? Why haven't you been doing it? And then I just start talking to them, asking them questions and leave it open and let them know that I'm a real person and I want to get to know them as a real person. I'm not going to just pitch them right off and drive them out of my world. That's honestly how I get a lot of feedback is just talking to people, getting to know them. I have a Facebook group too. So I'm posting in there. I'm doing a lot of live videos and I'm asking questions and, you know, learning from the people who are following me, learning from who's interested in what I do. Yeah, that, that sounds really key and really smart, right? It, it's you cannot pitch people right off the bat because yeah. that's all about you. And everyone gets it like, oh, you just want something from me. I don't have time for that. And frankly, I don't know you. I don't trust you. So why would I give you anything? But if you make right. it all about them, just even just a simple, hey there, non-salesy, non not asking for anything, just connection. And, and a, a lot of people are at least willing to, check you out, you know, give you a chance to just chat, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I've had people pitch right off the bat to me or they have certain lines that they use in Facebook Messenger that I know a pitch is coming and yeah. immediately I feel like a wall go up and I don't yeah. want that. I want people to understand that. I mean, what I'm all about doing is building relationships anyway. That's what a book does. It builds a relationship with your audience. So I want to just get to know people, see what they're all about and you know, just learn. Yeah, right. You have to earn people's trust as a human being before yeah. before you can really do any business with them, right? If it ever, if it even makes sense to try to do business with them. Right. So now let's turn to the, the second kind of major challenge, which is just getting people's attention with mm -hmm. your content. Uh, you gave one example, sharing some, mm -hmm. like your daughter doing something. What other kinds of what is your main strategy there for trying to cut through the noise and, you know, just get people to take a look and maybe and maybe engage? Well, it's kind of twofold. So I do share a little bit about, you know, my regular life. Like I'm a human, too. I eat dinner. I, you know, go to the park with my kids. I share little bits of that kind of stuff, you know, obviously being careful about, you know, 
sharing my kids' faces all over the place because that's yeah. not very safe. But, you know, sharing little bits of what I do and what kind of person I am because there are also connection pieces there. You know, if I post the picture, like I mentioned about my kids, you know, my da- one daughter helping the other one wash her hands, you know, everybody was commenting on that. Like, oh, my kids have done that before or, oh, that's really funny. And they get to know that I have a sense of humor and, you know, I have little ones and we're just kind of rolling with it sometimes. So that builds that connection piece too. Plus no one really wants to be friends with somebody who's just, you know, constantly talking about their business. So I'm doing a little bit of the relationship building. This is, this is who I am after hours and also about my business. And then when I'm posting about my business, I'm doing what some of my mentors have taught me to do, which is to do kind of like three different types of posts where I'm doing Mm -hmm. some shorter posts that are just like, you know, little snappy things like, Hey, is it, is it really painful keeping that book in your head? Just something like that. Little, little pieces to get people to think because they are busy and they're scrolling. And sometimes people will see that kind of stuff and then they'll go, Oh, you know, I, she's got something here. And then they start wanting to read more of my posts. And once I'm getting in their world a little bit more, then maybe they're more likely to read my longer, more educational posts or my longer posts that are directing them to an offer. So I have kind of those three types of posts, short and punchy, educational Mm -hmm. talking about what I do, and also like offer kinds of posts. Mm Mm-hmm. Is your strategy driven, I I would imagine, tell me if I'm on the right track here, that your strategy in a way has to be driven by the nature of the book writing and publishing process. Namely, it's a longer term project, not easy. Anyone who's tried to write a book, I happen to have written and published a book once. So I I do know from experience that it's a long and it can be a lonely and very frustrating process. Exciting, but there's some drudgery built into it and uncertainty and the relate kind of relationship you want with an editor, there's something very personal about that. You know, ideally it's not just pure business, right? You really want to find someone who seems to understand you is, is can do some coaching, can just listen to you vent if you, you know what I mean? And so it's, it's, there's something very personal about the nature of that relationship. And so I would imagine that that has to be part of your strategy that has to drive what you're posting, the tone you take and so on. Am I on the right track? Yeah, absolutely. So I want to show people that I am somebody they want to work with because I'm a cool person and supportive (laughs) and all that kind of stuff. So there's that aspect. Then there's the piece where I'm showing them, hey, I really know my stuff. You know, I know all this stuff about the industry. I've been a coach and an editor and now I'm a publisher too. I do all this stuff. This is, you know, this is my life. And then also that I can cut back on the stress and the challenges that they're going to go through because there are you know people out there who are doing it on their own and they're talking about how frustrating it is and they're talking about you know oh it takes me years to get a book out so part of my strategy is to show them hey it doesn't have to be stressful it doesn't have to be a challenge and then also letting them know hey once you have a book it's not that's not it um you can use your book for different things. And like, I've gotten clients from my books because people have wanted to write a book. They find my book, they read it, and then they go, oh, she's the lady I want to work with. So that's also one of the things I talk about. Like, 
you don't just write a book to check off the list because that's another challenge that people run into. They think, you know, why would I do this just to have a book on my shelf and, or, you know, a pile of them in the basement. I'm not going to just write a book to say I've written a book. So yeah, part of what I do is really busting through all the myths and the challenges and you know, really speaking to that, like I can get it done quick and easy and Hey, I'm cool to work with. Yeah. Right. Makes sense. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier that, Anyone can say that, you know, I imagine a lot of people in your space on, of course, on their website, they're going to make claims about, I'm easy to work with. I do this and that, but you have to yeah. prove it, right? Ultimately, you have to earn people's trust so that it's not just marketing language. You actually yeah. back it up with who you are and how you work and so on. Yeah, it's the showing versus telling thing. Yeah. So I'm showing people, hey, this is what I'm accomplishing. I just had another author who hit bestseller yesterday. So I'm like, hey, you know, congratulations to Victoria. She just reached bestseller. You know, letting people know, hey, we really are accomplishing things over here and this could be you. Yeah, and that and that it's not about you. It's about mm-hmm. it's about the the people that you're serving, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, Corey, final thoughts. What's something that you've learned throughout your career in your industry and in marketing your business that you can share with our listeners that'll help them better engage their audiences? Well, <laughs> I've been at this for a few years and it it took me a long time to really start to do this part. I mean, that's really standing in your power with things that really matter to you. So when you're seeing things in the industry, like you can call them out without being gross or icky. You can say, hey, I see this a lot and this is really not how I think it should be done. This is what I believe. This is my truth. This is what I stand for. And I think that helps people really respect you and understand that you know, you're somebody who is a leader in your industry. You're not someone who's just, you know, being knocked around and like, you know, trying to push your way to the front. You have things that you stand for and you are firm in that standing. For a long time, I was afraid to do that myself because I didn't want anyone to say, hey, you're wrong. I don't like that. But Mm -hmm. now I'm at a point where, you know, people can disagree with me and, you know, I understand, yes, we're going to disagree, but you can run your business this way. And this is how I run my business. And we attract different people. So understanding that, yes, there is room for a lot of people to thrive. Yes, you need to stand in, you know, this is my lane. This is what I do. And this is what I believe in. I think that's very important in marketing your business. Yeah, great, great insight, great advice. Well, Corey, thanks so much for sharing that and for a really great conversation. Sure. Thank you. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at tribknowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.